All right, so talking our week nine waiver wire pickups. Going to give you our top five players at the running back and wide receiver position, as well as some tight ends we like and QBs. So make sure to stick around, guys, because at the end, also, we give you some strikeout ads. So just some players to keep in mind if you miss out on some of these players, just some other options, some bonus options you can have in the morning that will probably be for free. So how's it going, Ryan? How's your week in fantasy going? It's going good, man. Going good, Goose. I uh, made some trades for uh, uh, Foreman in a lot of my leagues. I uh, lost Brees in a lot of leagues. Um, man, so Foreman I picked up Foreman and kept on rolling. Yeah, Foreman had a big night, man. It was good to see. Yeah, so we just finished trick-or-treating, so I stayed in the costume. And we're going to do the show like that. It was a good time with the kids, too, trick-or-treating. All right, so going into the tight ends, man. Dulcich still 46% under 50%. He's been solid. He's been a couple on a couple of waiver wire shows already for us, but he's still under 50% mark. I really like it, man. He's got 70. Now this pass was his highest snap percentage, 80% snap percentage. He's had 12, 11, 12 again, 87 yards, man, off of four targets. So dude makes some plays, man. So I really like Dulcich in your lineup. He's just a solid floor play and really 10 to 12 points. That's just really good for tight ends especially this season, right? It's been horrible. So Dulcich and also Likely, man. Isaiah Likely, he made some big buzz in preseason, right? He had some big games, 100-plus yard games in preseason. So we know that he could play. They talked about getting him involved. Right now he got some opportunity with Mark Andrews going down, and he pretty much shined, man. He had a big game for the Ravens, right? He had a 6 for 77, gets a touchdown, 19 fantasy points for Isaiah Likely. So definitely good to see. We have Bateman out also. So maybe even if Andrews comes back, maybe they can use him a little bit uh, in that offense still because they need some weapons on offense as as far as the wide receiver position. So what do you think about these two players, right? You like these guys? Yeah, I mean, with Bobby's coming up, you know, and tight ends, you know, I had um, an Ajoku in a couple leagues, and he was playing great, and he's hurt. And so I picked up Harrison Bryant, and so far hasn't looked good. I think he had a goose egg. The last time I checked, he was playing right now, obviously, but it doesn't look like Njoku, so I uh, might have gotten uh, that one wrong. But, yeah, so for next week, uh, if, if Dulcich is available or likely, I mean, I'm going to probably look to those guys. Um, the other guy maybe would be Conklin, but I like Dulcich. He's getting the work, and he's also making some big plays, man. His, he doesn't get a lot of catches, but they're down the field, so that's what we like to see. And then, like, you hit on all the things that I wanted to talk about with likely. I mean, no Andrews, no Bateman. We know that Lamar loves tight ends, um, and he definitely showed flashes in the preseason. Um, so we'll see. I mean, like like I said, it just depends on, you know, who who's out in that team, right? Is Bateman out? Is uh, is Andrews out? If those guys are out for sure, likely is somebody that we could start, especially yeah, for DFS. Yeah, likely would be the start play because uh, Dulcich he's on by, so you might you might be able to pick him up next week, but. I like stashing him already, man, because he's already proven that he's he's pretty solid at that tight end position. But if you need one to plug and play, yeah, it'd be likely right now off the waiver wire if you didn't have any other options above 50%. So going into QBs, we got Fields and Mariota, man, the rushing quarterbacks. Finally, Fields. I've had him for a long time, man. Finally, it feels like forever. But now, finally giving me some good games in my Superflex League. 17, 18, 23, and 26 fantasy points for Justin Fields, man. And it's not been it's not been right by throwing. He's only got one game over 200 yards passing, which we know. 
But on the ground, this past three games, 88 yards, 82 yards, 60 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. One rushing touchdown uh, each of the last two weeks. So definitely solid, solid play from Justin Fields. So in your Superflex QB, or even for these bye weeks coming up, also he's got Miami, then Detroit. So I really like Justin Fields in play these next two weeks for sure. Um, if you have bye weeks, and even if you just have a QB that's been struggling, Justin Fields is, I think, looking like a solid play these next couple of weeks for your rosters. As well as Mariota, he's been doing solid as well. Got you. He had one little kind of a low game, right? 12, but still decent floor. 24, 17 the weeks before that. And this past week, 22 fantasy points. Those were 253 yards through for three passing touchdowns. I mean, I don't think we're going to see that much, but we will see that rushing, right? He got 60 yards, 50 yards, 31, and 43 on the ground the past four weeks. So definitely another guy, if you're in a pinch, right, you need somebody to stream off the waiver wire. Um, I prefer Fields for sure, but Mariota's been looking pretty decent as well. Yeah, I definitely prefer Fields um, if I'm thinking about starting one of these guys like in the next week or two um, with bye weeks coming up. Um, I do like Mariota in two QB leagues and super flex leagues. I'm actually starting him pretty much every week in super flex leagues. I lost Lance. I lost Wentz in one of our super flex dynasties. I'm starting Mariota Um, and he's been pretty good for me, man. So you really can't complain. Um, I will say with Fields, man, he's starting to, to show signs like where he's just starting to figure it out. Um, and that's good to see because, you know, we were kind of high on him in college um, and it has not looked good. So, you know, hopefully they'll start to trust him a little bit more, uh, let him kind of take the reins off a little bit and can just continue to improve and get better because the rushing upside is there. You know, he's a he's a great rushing QB and that's what you want a dual threat quarterback. But he just needs to open it up a little bit more. But it's been good to see he had a, probably his best game of the year this past week against the Cowboys. So, yeah. So now moving into our top five waiver wire ads at the position, the running back and wide receiver position. So we got number five, Kyron Williams. We had him on there last week as well, but I still like Kyron, man. There's opportunity in that Rams offense. We'll see if acres gets dealt um, by tomorrow, but I still like Kyron Williams as a decent little ad, only 29% rostered right now. We know that in the offseason, there was talks about them working him in, and he was possibly going to be the guy that replaces Daryl Henderson, either in season or possibly after the season. But either way, we know that they liked him right coming in. They drafted him as well as now he's coming off the IR. Sean McVay, the recent report says that he's coming off, should be ready to go week nine. So he could return this coming week. So I like Kyron Williams as a sneaky little ad right now. Right. And if he's still on IR, you could even just move him to your IR and even get out one of those strikeout ads we're going to talk about later. So you get a little two for one on the dart throw. So I like Kyron Williams. I think this is the time to add him. What do you think about Kyron, Rye? Yeah. I mean, if you have room on your roster, um, for sure, you know, I think he's somebody that you could add. Um, you know, we play in a lot of leagues where the running backs are just a wasteland right now. I think the best running back on the waivers is like Rex Burkhead, right? as far as like predicted scoring, right? So, uh, I mean, I don't want Rex Burkett. I'd rather hold the spot for Kyron Williams, right? We know that Malcolm Brown is is done, right? They have Ronnie Rivers out there. I mean, they, they're desperate at running back yeah. uh, behind Daryl Henderson. And we also know that Daryl Henderson does have an injury history. They don't want to put the huge workload on, on his shoulders because we know what happens when they do. 
And so I think he's somebody that could potentially have value for us in the next few weeks if what Sean McVay is saying is, you know, holds true, which is that they like him a lot and they have plans to use him. So, but we'll see. All right. So coming in at number four, another running back, a rookie running back. We got James Cook, 32% rostered in sleeper leagues. And James Cook, man, he's made some good little splashes here and there, right? So now 25% of the snaps, he got five carries, 35 yards, so seven yards per carry. And towards the end of the game, he got some pass where he got one pass, right? One reception, took it for 41 yards, man. So just he's big play upside. I like him. He's a great receiving back. I think he gives Buffalo a different little look and feel to their offense. So I kind of like them mixing him in. We know that rookies tend to, after that midpoint of the season, start to get a little bit more work. We did see it, right? It was a blowout. So keep that in mind. But still, I like that he made a big play, right? He went in there. And he made something happen. That's what you want these rookies to do, right? To shine with their limited opportunity. And hopefully, just like ETN, right? That's what it was. He was making big plays out of the opportunity. And then that earns more opportunity. So I'm thinking that with James Cook, that he can earn more opportunity coming uh, going forward with this Buffalo offense. So I'm excited. I want to add James Cook in my leagues. I think I already have him in a couple. But I think he's a good little ad for you right now. If you have the room, like you say, you're banged up or you have some people that you can move to IR. I like James Cook as a speculative ad for the weeks ahead. Yeah, man. I mean, you think about it, just, he has to beat out Moss. I mean, you think he can beat out Moss, right? I mean, he did forward. that. Yeah. And I think, you know, even Devin Singletary, I mean, you know, he, he shows like some flashes sometimes, but he's still a relatively small back. He's not really somebody that's going to take the three down workload. And so James Cook can definitely increase in snap percentage. And he's tied to a great offense, a great quarterback, an explosive offense, and we've seen him make some explosive plays. We talked about that one catch for 40-something yards, and so uh, for sure, I think if we're desperate, he's somebody that we could add and just kind of hope, you know, Singletary is also a smaller guy, so, you know, we don't hope for injuries, but, you know, there's always a chance, right? If anything we've learned this year, it's like, man, have a backup and a backup to the backup because people are just getting hurt, man. Yeah, a lot of injuries going on right now, so Coming in at number three, we got Latavius Murray, still still under 50% rostered, and he's been getting a decent amount of work. I mean, he had the most carries this past weekend over Gordon against Jacksonville, 14 carries, not too much yards, 46 yards, but he got the goal line work also, gets a rushing touchdown, got you two targets. So Latavius Murray, for the he's on by this coming week, so you might be able to, to get him maybe in the next week. But if you miss out, you know, I think Latavius Murray is a good little ad. I kind of prefer James Cook with the upside there. But James, but Latavius Murray, I mean, how can you deny the workload there? He's getting you, you know, 16 touches, 15 to 16 touches. So I think he's a good little ad. And we know with Gordon, they were they were shopping him. Right now with the win, I don't know if they'll shop him anymore, right? We'll see. But he was a name that, was, that came up on the uh, trade talks. So we'll keep in keep this uh, in mind right tomorrow as you go through your day if you hear anything with Melvin Gordon. But we'll know we'll have a more clear picture tomorrow if Melvin Gordon gets a uh, move somewhere. But Latavius Murray, either way, with Melvin Gordon there, he's been getting some work. So I think he's a good little ad for us uh, again coming up with these. You have some running backs on by and all that. Latavius Murray is a good little ad for these weeks ahead. Yeah, I agree, man. Also with Boone on the IR, you know, he's the only one that is going to take um, some snaps from him is Gordon. And so we'll see. Um, we'll see if he gets moved. Uh, there was, like you said, talk about that. But 
I also like Murray too, because this week, um, you know, somebody who has him might drop him, right? Because yeah. so kind of keep an eye on the waivers, right? So he's yeah. might somebody that he has a buy, he's not that valuable. Maybe he gets dropped and you yeah. can get him for a bit of zero or if you're you know, if your leagues allow that and just kind of hold yeah. him till next week. I'm desperate at running back, so I started him along with Foreman together in a couple leagues. And uh, and you know, they he did what he needed to do, right? I just need about ten points from him. And then Foreman uh, obviously went off this past week. So I was, you know, pretty happy with my RBs uh, this past week at least. So hopefully it can continue. Um, hopefully you can get those goal line touches and get a touchdown. And then, you know, everything else is good. Yeah. So at number two, we got Kenyon Drake, repeat offender, 39%. So we'll see, man. I think it has to be – I mean, he had a good day, right? He's he getting did. some targets. I mean – you don't know when it's going to happen. Go ahead. Yes, that's the problem with Drake is we just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I sat him two weeks ago, and he had a great he game. A I started him. Yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah. the Three weeks ago, I sat him. He had a great game. Yeah. Last Then two weeks ago, when, when uh, Gus Edwards came back, I started him in the league, and it cost me a win. He got a right? zero. He got, like, he got like not even one. Point five. So, and then he, this past week, yeah, this past week, Gus Edwards is banged up. And he goes off again for a nice 16, 17-point game. So I think it completely depends on the health of Gus Edwards. Yes, He's heard. Exactly. So that's my thing is, like, I'm listening and I'm watching the, the news and my Twitter feed and seeing what's going on with Gus Edwards. If Gus Edwards is healthy and ready to go, then I'm, I'm, I'm scared to play Kenyon Drake. In a pinch, if I have nobody else, I mean, yeah, you throw him in there and hope that he gets a touchdown or a catch or something, but – if Gus Edwards is playing, it looks like they're going to give most of the workload to Gus Edwards, which is not good for Ken and Drake, obviously. But, I mean, I think Gus Edwards, they said, uh, tweaked his hamstring. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, the only thing is I think we also checked that they do play on a Monday. So that's yeah. a little bit, you know, he's got a little bit more time to heal. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, it's he's a little, got a little risky. more time. It is risky if you're trying it's to plug and play. play, if you need a running back to play. Right, Drake might be a little risky if you need to play him right away because you might not know. But maybe by like Saturday or so, you can know if Gus Edwards is trending towards playing. Maybe you get a little more clarity there. But yeah, I mean, Kenyon Drake, man, he had he had four targets. I mean, sixteen fantasy points. That's pretty good on on only seven carries. Right, sixty two yards. He was eight point eight yards per carry. They got New Orleans a little bit tougher on the D, but I think you know Kenyon Drake's a good little pickup. But like you said, you're gonna have to make sure that you're. You're tapping in, keying into the news, right, and the reports on Gus Edwards. So moving in at number one, we got Mr. Rondell Moore, man. So finally we get a big game from Rondell Moore. Finally we get those that big play, right, because we know we've been talking about Rondell Moore for a while, right, with Dynasty and just he in, with, in college, right, with Purdue. He had big play upside, right. He just dominated in college, right. So we haven't really seen that translate in the NFL. But finally, we get a big night from Rondell Moore, man. Seven for 92 yards, gets his touchdown, 23 fantasy points, right? So this is what we've been waiting for for Rondell. And I think still he's right at 50% rostered. I think he's got to be the number one waiver wire ad just because that big play upside that he has in your flex, you still know there's no marquees for a few more weeks, at least three more weeks. And their buy, I think, isn't until towards the end, like week 14 or so. So I like Rondell Moore as a good little ad right now, only 50% rostered, and I think he can help us for those weeks ahead. 
Yeah, man. Also, like you said, Mar- no Marquise Brown for an- another couple of weeks. Um, he had 99% snap percentage. I mean, that's yeah. basically played the whole game. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's building some chemistry with um, Murray. And I think Hopkins coming back has helped him, man, because now Hopkins is getting moved all around the field. And obviously Hopkins had a huge game. And so people are having to double team and, you know, know where Hopkins is. And so Rondo Moore has been able to get open in the slot, um, you know, nine or eight targets, like you said, or, and so that's a good, that's a good, good game, man. Um, Probably his best game of his career. And so I love Rondo Moore, man. He was somebody I had a lot of shares of in dynasties that drafted him everywhere. Um, Everybody's always trying to find the next Tyree kill, right? I mean, obviously that's, he's not Tyree kill, but you know, it's like going to be a while. Yeah, it's going to be a while, right? He's not the cheetah. Maybe he's the leopard, right? Maybe he's yeah, the leopard. You know, not baby the cheetah. cheetah, baby cheetah. Yeah, it could be the leopard, maybe. But, um, but yeah. So I, I still have some shares of him in dynasties, and honestly, with some of the buys coming up, I'm going to have him in my flex, man, just because of the, the upside, right? If you yeah. want points in your flex, especially on bye weeks where teams are not full strength, you want a guy that can go off for twenty points. Yeah. And it's looking like that he's he might be that guy moving forward. Yeah, definitely love me some Rondell Moore, man. So if you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel. Before now, we're moving into the strikeout ads portion. So we got some names for you. Matt Collins, 11% owned. Had a good game, man. Right? No Darren Waller. We'll see if he's back. So Matt Collins seemed to be the beneficiary there. And finally, a Terrace Marshall sighting, man. Terrace Marshall was like 10 targets, like four for 87. So no Robbie Anderson there right now. Terrace Marshall finally stepped in, got some work. So I like Terrace Marshall. If you miss out on your guys, you need a receiver, or you just want a little speculative ad, right, maybe on some upside. And then Deion Jackson, right, only 10% owned right now. He had a, a good game, a big game when he had opportunity. Now we're hearing reports that Neam Hines might be on the trade block. Right, a lot of people teams are calling and inquiring for him. So Deion Jackson, I think it's really uh with Naheem Hines being shot possibly, right? And also with uh JT, right? Jonathan Taylor had something with his uh, ankle injury. So possible, we'll see. They're gonna monitor him how he go how he goes about in practice. So if JT is limited or you know, I think even if he plays, right, if he's playing on a hurt ankle, I think Deion Jackson is a good little speculative ad. And then Dearness Johnson in that same vein, if Kareem Hunt is shopped, right, or shipped off, we've heard that they've been shopping Kareem Hunt. If Kareem Hunt goes and is traded uh, today, which would be Tuesday, right, Dearness Johnson's got to be someone that you got to be looking at on your waiver wire, only 18% owned. And then Tyler Conklin, last but not least, man, he seems to be benefiting without Brees Hall. He had six targets last week. 10 targets this week. That's how he started the year. If you remember when Brees wasn't getting the, the involved in the passing game, it was a lot of Conklin, right? So now it seems I, I, something to monitor, but only 15% rostered. I think with no Brees Hall, Conklin might be the be- biggest beneficiary that we've seen so far. Also Elijah Moore, right? Limited on snaps. And it seems to be uh, going in Conklin's favor there. So out of these guys, right? Who are some players that you like here from this list as on our strikeout as list? Well, you know, as dynasty players, right? If you're a dynasty player, you like everybody, man. It's like <laughs> kind of yeah. like, oh, I like all these guys. But like as far as redraft goes, I'd probably say Deion Jackson just because of uh like you said, 
the the status of Naheem Hines, right? Is he going to be traded? And then also uh, the, the the health of Taylor, right? He yeah. was kind of in and out of the lineup. He tweaked his ankle, and so if his ankle is messed up and he misses time, we saw already what Deion Jackson can do. Yeah, right. He's somebody you can plug in, and he, you know, he. I think he put up like top ten RB uh, points, right? That one week, small sample size, obviously, but I mean, if you're desperate at running back, I would take him, right, and plug him in. So he's somebody I really like. I also like Ter- Terrace Marshall, man. But that's mm-hmm. more more so for dynasty. Yeah, um, I think that with the trade of Robbie Anderson, you know, they they have a gaping hole at wide receiver too. I mean, obviously DJ Moore is a stud. He was the number one uh, wide receiver on that team. We knew that he was great. Um, and it's good to see, like, these past couple weeks, DJ Moore looking like his old self with P.J. Walker, nonetheless. Took P.J. Walker. Yeah. yeah, it took P.J. Yeah. Walker to, you know, unleash some D.J. Moore. That just tells you all you need to know about Baker. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Terrace Marshall, man. So yeah. I definitely have be trying to acquire a couple of, shares of him in dynasty and honestly like in 10 team uh dynasty leagues or even some 12 teams man he might be available on the waiver wire so yeah i would definitely go check in dynasties yeah for sure. sure yep for sure man second round pick and really i like terrace marshall a lot because i mean he had decent production and he played with chase and jefferson right i mean he was decent and to get any targets really right with chase and jefferson is it's pretty good, and he had some touchdowns too. So he's a big body receiver. So definitely in dynasty leagues, you need to be getting him if he's on your waiver wire. So that's all we have for you guys. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. Let me move this strikeout ads out of the way. Boom! Thank you guys for tuning in to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Also, look us up on Apple and Spotify, and be sure to check some of our other videos down below.